0: Today, Governor Cuomo says people who do not wear masks could literally kill someone. Uh, A New York Police Department officer hits a bystander in the face during social distancing violation breakup. And California's new list of approved outdoor activities includes watching sunrise and sunset. Oh, how lucky you guys are in California. My, my, my. We've got a lot to get into, and it starts right now. welcome to the news and why it matters happy monday i am sarah gonzalez today joined by chad prather host of the chad prather show here on blaze tv Thanks for being here, risking your life as usual. Super
1: excited to be here, risking it to be
0: here in the studio. We are also joined by uh, the great Dave Rubin, author of the new book "Don't Burn This Book." Which Dave, can you tell us? You so they're the they're not getting the memo of what you're saying here already. Is that right? <laughs>
2: Well, first off, I just want to say that it's nice to be with the Expendables of the Blaze team (laughs) and that I hope you guys are taking good care of each other. That's very exciting. Uh, And also that, you're right, in LA we can do this sunrise-sunset thing. I was up at about 3am this morning doing press, so I actually saw the sunrise from LA, which is like (laughs) the last legal thing that you can do in this town. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, But yes, the, uh, the army of trolls and bots and these these sad sort of depressed people trapped in basements with no purpose in life who really should probably read probably read another book that I'm sure both of you guys read, which was 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson mm-hmm. to find purpose. Uh, they, they don't burn books these days, but what they do is they send armies to attack your Amazon reviews and everything else, uh, which is in many ways the new book burning. I mean, it's, it, you couldn't make this stuff up. It's like life imitating art because this was the purpose of the book, that I'm sharing some very common sense ideas that's obviously going to upset some real uh, real radicals, I suppose, or that's the way they like to think of themselves. And I guess I've done that. So all good here from L.A., except yeah. that I can't go to the beach.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I want to get into that as well, because I know that there were a lot of protests uh, out there because of the fact that they Governor Newsom shut down the beaches. I um, want to get your take on it because you are right there. In the thick of it, Um, let's first talk about Governor Cuomo over in New York. We know New York is, you know, the hardest hit here in the nation um, of the the coronavirus pandemic. But he just said today that he would support fining people who fail to wear face masks in public because they could literally kill someone. Um, Here's just some of his uh, his brief remarks from his press conference today.
1: You don't wear a mask for yourself. You wear a mask to protect me. I wear a mask to protect you. Uh, We owe each other a certain amount of reasonableness and respect in society. And I owe you that level of respect that if I'm sick, I should wear a mask.
0: Now, Dave, he says that you owe it to uh, your neighbor to wear a mask to protect them. Is, Is he right on this or does he have it wrong?
2: Well, I did a quick scan of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, as I always do before I do any show, and I did not see anything about owing anything to anybody, but putting that aside for a second, in a weird way, I I will give him some credit here, and then I'll I'll take it back slightly. Look, the credit <laughs> due, the credit due here is that every governor should be figuring out what is best for their state. That is the way our system was set up. That is federalism. And Cuomo has a responsibility to the people of his state to do what he thinks is right. Now that being said, this has been a you know I'm from New York originally until I moved to to California seven years ago. So I lived my whole life in in New York State. Uh, went to college in New York State. The whole thing. Um, what he there's always been a tension between the New York City metropolitan area, so basically Manhattan and the boroughs and then upstate New York because it's very sparse population up there it's very different demographics and everything else the idea that one size fits all for all of these policy prescriptions i think is somewhat simple so if you if the argument is okay well people in new york city who live in big high rises who are around tons of people who are in elevators and cram quarters that they still have to wear gloves and masks and all that and you explain that properly well then well then so be it uh, but You could also at the same time say, but you know what, we do realize that people who live in Binghamton, in Mm -hmm. Buffalo, in places that aren't quite as densely populated, maybe you're allowed to do some different things and I'm going to hand some of that off to the mayor. But we live in this odd time where we seem to love that there are people above us who can make decisions for us, and I just wonder if we just have the right people or not.
1: Yeah, Chad. Well, we've talked about that on this show and various other places about how we know that the senators and the Congress people out there have kind of displayed themselves as this overreaching and overarching authority of almost tyrannical dictatorship. But now we're seeing it on the governor level and the mayor level, which is starting to get pretty ludicrous. And with a lot of these examples, the mask thing is sort of like becoming the modern. Well, I should say the up to date secondhand smoke argument. Right. So I can't smoke if I'm in a public place because it's going to affect you. I saw a pretty funny video of a lady who came into a store, and she was wearing a mask, but she had cut out a place for the nose and the mouth. And they said, well, that's an interesting <laughs> mask. And she said, well, it helps me breathe better. <laughs> so I'm thinking, that's the, there's your solution right there. We'll just cut out mouth and nose holes, but we're still technically by the letter of the law. Dave, I heard you on another network say that you, you know, the other day you had to go to a, what, a CVS pharmacy, and you were went, went to go in there, and they had it on the door there. You couldn't even go in there and shop and pick something up because it had a... Well, a sign.
2: Well, the, the sign actually, although it didn't look like a government official sign, it said by by order of the city of Los Angeles or something to the effect. That was when I was going to the local drugstore. And what was funny, I did have a mask on and I had gloves on and the whole thing and virtually everyone there did. But but an elderly woman, I mean, I'm talking a woman probably in her late 70s, walked in right behind me, no mask, no gloves, no nothing. Now, I mm-hmm. didn't see anyone do anything to her. And again, I, I'm not trying to be glib about what's going on here or imply that people shouldn't do anything. But this idea that these one-size-fits fits all solutions are the right way to go, just doesn't really make sense to me. It's like Cuomo should be saying to, although I don't think he's a particularly good mayor or, or um, communicator in any way, he should be saying to the mayor of New York City, Bill de Blasio, hey, you've got a particularly unique situation here. Let's crunch the numbers and see mm-hmm. what you have to do here. But that's just going to be different to say what we have to do in Westchester or elsewhere in New York. Yeah.
0: And Dave, you know, you brought up the the Constitution, which I know is just a very old and dusty document that uh, a (laughs) lot of liberals don't bother picking up and reading anymore. But I think what's so scary to me is this dangerous notion that the government is there, that you have some sort of constitutional right to be protected from contagion. Really is what it boils down to. And you've got a lot of people who have had a lot of fear instilled in them that, uh, that that's one of the, uh, the things that the government is supposed to protect us from. I mean, do you find it to be dangerous now that, you know, let's consider this mask thing. Let's let's consider the fact that some people do have medical issues that prevent them from wearing a mask. This is getting so out of hand. I mean, people could get arrested. People could get yelled at, beat up even because of all of this fear that's being instilled in everyone else in society, that if someone walks around with a mask, they could, in Governor Cuomo's words, literally kill someone. Mm -hmm. What do
2: you think? Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, it's interesting because Chad and I actually discussed something uh, similar this morning, which is that for, for liberty minded people, if you believe in individual rights, if you believe in states' rights, if you believe in personal responsibility, the things that I know, of course, we all believe, and I'm sure most of your viewers believe, if you believe in those things, well, then the rubber's about to meet the road right now. Because you can either then, if let's say you live in a place like California, you can either then just accept that your governor knows how to do everything, and just because he says we should close the beaches, they should be closed, or if you're liberty-minded, you might have to start getting a little louder. Now, I'm not saying do anything illegal, I'm not saying don't social distance or the rest of it, but we're, we're transitioning, I would say now, from a time when it's just talking about liberty as an idea to actually it's coming to quite literally our front door in that we can't leave our houses. And I think that as the rubber meets the road, a lot of people are really going to suddenly figure out what they believe in. And and more important than what they believe in, figure out if they're going to actually fight for what they believe in. And we'll have to see. Yeah, Chad, what are your thoughts?
1: Uh, December 1968, we had a flu pandemic that hit that killed 100,000 people over a period of uh, a year, a million people worldwide. They actually postponed Woodstock from January to August. Uh, In order to have it, but they didn't have any shutdowns. They didn't have uh, people surfers getting arrested for surfing on a beach by themselves. They didn't have schools being locked down. They didn't have all of these things that were going on. There were no mask orders, no legislation, anything like that. And we don't talk about that pandemic anymore. And most people don't even know what happened. You know why? Because we didn't have this mass hysteria of media That's constantly showing governors and mayors coming out talking about how I'm going to lock you up and I'm going to do this to you. And these edicts from on high that are coming down, which ultimately are heard by people who love their liberty and freedom as Americans as threats. And that just doesn't go over very well. And they need to mark their words a little bit better with how they handle this, because he's right. Rochester, New York is not Manhattan. It's it's completely Uh different. You go to you go to upstate New York, you're looking at the barns. You're looking at the farmlands. You're not looking at the high-rises. It's a big, big difference. Yeah.
0: Um, Well, while we're on the subject of of New York City, there is a video that is making the rounds online today. Uh, It appears to show a bystander being hit in the face and apprehended by an NYPD officer in Manhattan. So, not Rochester, but Manhattan. Keep that in mind. I like that
1: Twitter handle, at AfroShaped.
0: AfroShaped is the, uh, the, the one who brought <laughs> us this video. And uh, apparently, officers were trying to break up a group of people who were not socially distancing. This is just a little bit of that interaction.
1: Oh, no, you no, 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 no.
0: No, come on! What's going on? I didn't do nothing! Don't tell me I watching on a podcast, that is an officer uh, threatening people with a taser. for? flex.
1: Look, look, look.
0: He ain't do that. Oh. He
2: he
1: didn't even
0: do nothing. Look. He even do nothing. He even do nothing. Dave, I don't want to uh, push you to be repetitive here, but it, it this is kind of a lot like what you were just saying that this is really a, we're at a crossroads right now that people are going to have to decide for themselves if they want liberty or not because to me, I watch that and Uh, There are a number of things wrong with it, including the fact that if coronavirus is so dangerous that I don't believe that that cop was six feet away from the man that he was (laughs) punching in the face. But uh, also uh, now we're we're just letting NYPD run the streets like a gang and beat up people who are violating social distancing guidelines. I I just feel like the world has gone mad.
2: You know, I'm I'm always leery of jumping to conclusions on videos, especially when they involve the NYPD, because I lived in New York City long enough to know that when you miss five seconds of what happened before mm-hmm. in the video, yeah. it often can change everything in it. Um, so, of course, that doesn't look good from what we saw. And I, I don't want to even comment about <laughs> the specifics and all of that. And do I want... Do I want officers just punching people and the rest of it, especially because they're not social distancing? Of course not. That being said, I can tell you, as someone that knows a lot of uh, New York Police Department uh, officials, uh, these are generally great people who are really just trying to keep order in a tough city. Mm -hmm. And also keep in mind, Bill de Blasio, who I mentioned before, he's no friend of the police. And he tells people that they can jump turnstiles and police can't do anything and a series of other things. So the the New York police department is under a a crazy, crazy amount of pressure right now. Um, But putting all of that aside, it's like, look, let's pretend that what we just saw, there was a group of young people that weren't social distancing. I suppose the cops can say to them, guys, you have to disperse. And then if they don't, It's like now we get to that rubber meets the road moment, right? So then it's like, all right, well, what do we really want to do? We had the authorities issue a warning. And now, if people ignore that warning, if you hand them a ticket and then they slap the ticket away or they throw it on the floor, like, are we going to really drag people? Uh, into jail over this kind of thing. So we really have to really think about this stuff carefully. It's like, okay, it might sound nice. We want to keep people safe. But once we say that, then you've got to be ready for all sorts of altercations like this to happen when people are just like, no, I'm hanging out with my friends on the corner. We're all young. We're healthy. We've been quarantined and, and we're trying to live.
0: Yeah, uh, Chad, Dave, I mean, I couldn't agree more with him, especially about, you know, these police officers, they're being put in an impossible situation, Uh, you know, having de Blasio tell them you need to enforce this and, you know, use force or whatever de Blasio is telling them. That's putting an, a lot of uh, a pressure on these officers.
1: Yeah, and 99% of the time, I'm going to come down, as I'm sure most of us will, on the side of the law enforcement officers. They're mm-hmm. under a lot of pressure. This yeah. is a lot of people. This is a city of you know, 11, 12 million people. There's a lot going on here. People stacked on. And you put p- human beings together in this situation where tensions are already running high. A lot of times people don't know what to believe. They're trying to do their jobs you know, there's a fine line there. If you want to have authority in your life, you got to be under authority, right? If somebody at some point in time in your life is going to make sure that you're under authority. If you shirk all authority, then guess what? I don't care how much liberty and freedom you have. You shirk authority, you'll wind up in prison where there is no freedom, okay? So if you want to have authority in life, you got to be under authority. What we're looking at, and I think what people are afraid of, is watching that authority cross the line to tyranny Mm -hmm. and that's where we see videos like that we get inflamed we get enraged i agree with dave you don't know the full circumstances but i'm telling you if you want to have freedom uh listen to those who are in authority that have the best interest over you it's when it switches over to tyranny it gets a little tricky it gets real sticky in that situation yeah Uh, coming
0: up next Dave Rubin over in California actually has the freedom right now to watch a sunrise and a sunset. We will get into uh, all of the other unrestricted outdoor freedoms that they have in California. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Books. A lot of us, we can't be with our moms this Mother's Day. You may be kind of stressing about what can I get my mom for Mother's Day? What can I even do? I can't even give my mom a hug. Okay, well, you can send flowers. All right. From the Books Co. That is short for bouquets. Uh, books are responsibly sourced from some of the world's finest eco-friendly farms. The flowers stay fresher, longer. I sent my mom some not too long ago, and she kept sending me pictures. And it was like... Over a week later and she sent me a picture and they looked just as good as they did the first day. I could not believe how long they lasted. Now we're spending a lot more time at home as well. So if you need to, to brighten your day, brighten your space, you can do that with Books. make sure to send flower plant gift bundle to all the moms in your life uh, soon to- be mom, dog mom even. whoever it is, send Books. Make their day. Go to books.com slash news. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com slash news. Enter promo code news for 25% off your entire order. That is a books.com slash news. Back in a minute. No, oh, I know uh, thousands of protesters went to Huntington Beach over the weekend to protest Governor, News- uh, Governor Newsom, I always say that, Governor Newsom, Governor <laughs> Gavin right. Newsom, yeah. right, uh, his mandatory closure of Orange County beaches. There were a lot of uh, encounters there. And California, in addition to that, has now a, a new list of approved outdoor activities if you live in California. Uh, now, this is not a, an exhaustive list. I'm just going to throw out a couple for you. You may, according to the government of California, you may uh, engage in meditation, yoga, Soft martial arts. I'm not quite sure what that is, Dave. Maybe you can tell us. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and you can also They're not doing that
1: with the New York Police. I can tell yeah, you. That that was that, was that video, that yeah, that was not
0: soft. That uh, was not soft. And also watch the sunrise and the sun set. Dave, do you just feel so lucky and blessed that your government is allowing you to do these things? <laughs>
2: I mean, just the level of absurdity of all of this. So you can do soft martial arts. Now, what, what does that even mean? Now, if they're t- if they're telling you that you have to socially distance, what I assume they're saying is you have to do that within the, with the people that live in your home. So that means most likely if you're doing martial arts, I assume you're doing it in your backyard. What are they, so you can't do regular martial arts in your backyard? You have to do soft martial arts in their backyard. I mean, all of this nonsense, thank you for letting me watch the sunset and the sunrise and the rest of it. But it, this is just, it really, at some level, it feels like they're just testing us. How many ridiculous things can they say to us before we snap? And I, I said this on another show the other day, but I'm really starting to think that I'm sure you guys saw the movie Idiocracy. I think we're about a week away from the government telling us that we have to water our plants with Gatorade because it has <laughs> electrolytes. Like They have gotten to the point where just they're just going to test out the craziest stuff that they can say. And, okay, you can sit Indian style, uh, but you can't sit cross-legged. You know, could spread the disease. You don't know.
0: Yeah. Chad, uh, I'd like to also add on to this. Uh, apparently, you can golf, but only by yourself. And only if you walk, you don't even get a cart
1: this by is yourself. so dumb. You can open the blinds and look outside, <laughs> but only between 7 and 7.45 a.m. Uh, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about this crazy. Let me tell you, you know, you go back to... Cuomo, who's talking about this social distancing and protecting each other. Yes, we have to protect ourselves physically. But, you know, the thing that nobody's talking about is our mental well-being and our social and emotional and spiritual well-being. I'm an extroverted person. I need people. Mm-hmm. I, I, I need that to energize. I like to be around people. Uh, we're, we've got a guest that's coming on in the next day or two of my show. His son just committed suicide. Was there an underlying conditions? Yes, there were. But. It's because of this social distancing thing and because of not being able to socialize and everything it threw his depression mm-hmm. so deep that he ultimately committed suicide. So at what point in time do we look at situations like this and say, you guys are really doing some harmful damage by these just draconian measures of trying to keep everybody distanced from each other and shut down. That's not healthy at all.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, and yeah. on- go ahead, Dave.
2: Well, to Chad's point, you know, it's like at what point do we say to the government, you know, you're not allowed to tell me I can't go to my mom's house and give her a hug Mm -hmm. because right now I can't do that. At what point are we going to say, you know, it's my niece's birthday and I know she's healthy and young and I'm healthy and young and hey, I want to bring her a birthday cake. Like at what point do we just say, no more. And again, that's not diminishing whatever's going on with the reality of the virus and taking the proper precautions. Um, but yeah, you know the the part that Chad's talking about there, we are social creatures. We need communication. We can't be left. To only talking to each other through Zoom. I mean, it's great that you guys are in real life. Look at each other. Like yeah. you are human beings. You're carbon <laughs> at things right in front of each other. It's incredible. Old school.
0: Well, you know, we're we're talking about mental health, and obviously that's a big component of all of this. But even when you look at the data that we have gotten during this pandemic, it suggests that vitamin D. Obviously, we already know is very good for you. I realize I am like the conservative hippie, and I believe in things like vitamin D and elderberry and some things that <laughs> some of the viewers yes, may, may snub their noses at. But, I mean, vitamin D, obviously very good for you, obviously very good for your body and your immune system. And then on top of that, what what the research has told us, according to the top DHS scientist, is that sunlight is going to kill this virus more than anything else, that it cannot survive very long in heat and humidity. And yet, Dave, you guys are so restricted. You can't go to the beach. You can't, you know, they're trying to restrict the way that you're getting the sunshine. I really feel like all of that really speaks to your point that this isn't really about safety so much as it's kind of a test to see how much the American public will put up with at the end of the day.
2: Right, because if it was real, if it was real, let's say they really had a sense of... How this would transmit in a public place if we started letting people out again. Then they would tell us that. Mm-hmm. And they would say, okay, guys, we don't want to close all the beaches, but we do realize that maybe the beaches could be at 20% capacity. We're going to put some lines out on the beaches so that you have to stay X amount away. Groups can't come in more than four people, something like that. Like that would be a mature way that a government would do something honestly, that it would lay out a policy that was understandable. You may not love every limit, uh, every uh, facet of it, and maybe you have a family of five and you need to you know, get an exemption, something like that. That would make sense. But instead, they do these draconian, huge things. And then they're proud to do it, right? I mean, the deputy mayor in LA showed off this video of the empty beaches as if it was like a tourist video. And it's like, dude, you're, you're supposed to be doing that when there's people on the beach, right? Like you're doing this backwards, you know, unless this is suddenly your private island or something. So so they don't do things that are, that are mature. They just do it and as I said before, they think by them doing it that automatically makes it good or just. And that is that is simply not the truth. And and in many ways this is sort of our own fault. I, I certainly mean that from a Californian perspective. We I didn't vote for these guys, but we have voted them in. So in many ways we're we're getting our just rewards. Yeah, Chad.
1: I don't know. I you know, I, I'm one of those guys that just bucks the system anyway. I haven't slowed down. I have people who'll send me messages and they say, Yeah, but you've kind of stayed home and you've been privileged enough to I have not. Mm. I, now granted we live in Texas, so there's a little bit of some leeway there. But I but I've been out and about. I've done some things. You know, even the studies that are coming out now, whether they're true or not, I don't know. But they're saying that people who tend to uh uh, die from this? Have low vitamin D mm-hmm. levels yeah, in there, that. and so there's some. You know, I, I got on Amazon and ordered vitamin D. I did blood work last week, and they said you're low on vitamin D, and I said, oh, shit, I
2: gotta, I gotta get some vitamin
0: D." You Chad, can't you buy it just the Called me. I have plenty in my arsenal at yeah, home. By the
2: way, by the way, guys, you know, you know what gives you vitamin D? The, <laughs> the, sun. the sun. The sun. The sun. You know where the you're sun. not going to believe this one, guys. You know where you get the sun? Where? right right there and i can't go for some reason i did i took
1: the i took the top off the jeep it was a beautiful day in texas we drove you know all over the place all weekend long and and that was the thing I, i'm not i just me and slowing down those aren't concepts that mix really so i don't we know yeah
2: we're we're very God, very I, aware God, i can Chad, I could see you in a, in a Dukes of Hazard spin-off where it's you and your buddy and you guys are just driving around the south and you're you're getting people out of quarantine and you've yeah. got the crazy sheriff following you and he can never quite catch up. I like it. Let's, let's write this thing up. Th-
1: yeah, let's do it. I mean, that's virtually true of my life as it stands, so it would just it'd be a reality show.
0: It really would. <laughs> uh, all right, Dave, we know it's been
1: a long day for you and uh, you're
0: you're going to have to run, but don't forget... Dave Rubin, new book out. It could not have come at a better time. Uh, It's Don't Burn This Book, Thinking for Yourself in an Age of Unreason. And so pick it up. Uh, if you pick it up on Amazon, make sure to uh, to give it a real review, a good one, right, yeah. Dave? An actual review rather than all of the uh, all of the trolls yeah. that are going on there, trying to cause problems for our good friend Dave Rubin.
1: I read it over the weekend. It is a phenomenal book. Kudos to you, Dave, on on that. And it it is uh, just released at the perfect timing. On that, it's a great book. Well,
2: thank you guys. Thank you guys. I I love being part of the Blaze team with you guys. And uh, just for the record, I am here in LA. I also do have a little elderberry here. I don't want (laughs) to I don't want to rub it in anyone's face, but there is some elderberry.
0: Yeah, well, Dave. If you, I know, I saw, I read your Twitter. You were like, I maybe I have to finally move to Texas because Mm -hmm. all this California craziness that's going on. Uh, You and I will be the two people in Texas who do own elderberry. (laughs)
2: Yes, there you go. We'll
0: keep up each other's stock, Dave. Thank you so much for uh, for joining us. Uh, We have more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Omega XL. Uh, So Omega XL is a natural supplement designed to reduce joint pain and inflammation. Now, inflammation, you don't realize it. If you have ailments like back pain, neck pain, leg pain, arthritis, you know, you you wake up and you're stiff. It's actually due to inflammation that's causing your achy joints and muscles. Now, inflammation can cause permanent damage if you do not treat it. Uh, And by the way, pain reliever, topical cream, you're just masking the problem. You're not actually getting to the root of it. Omega XL goes straight to the root of the problem, the inflammation. It is a powerful natural supplement that helps reduce pain due to inflammation. It promotes healthy joints. Increased mobility. There is really nothing like it in the world. You have to try it. Uh, Staying healthy right now, by the way, it's kind of on everyone's mind. Here's another reason to take Omega XL. It can actually help promote a healthy immune response. That's what you need right now. We're talking about elderberry. You got your elderberry, you got your vitamin D, you need your Omega XL in your life. We've got a special order for uh, we've got a special offer for you. If you order right now, you will get your second bottle free. You can go to omegaxl.com/news. Get a second bottle for free right now omegaxl.com/news. Back in a minute. Uh, Houston area judge this is Harris County here in uh, in Texas Houston area judge lena Hidalgo now she we've we 've kept up chad and i we 've kept up with Everything that she has been doing during this coronavirus pandemic, very similar to a uh, Dallas County judge, Clay Jenkins, for those of you who are familiar with him, just completely overreaching uh, with their executive orders. And uh, she, over the weekend, not happy with Governor Abbott's decision to reopen Texas in stages. She wanted to encourage all of her residents to snitch on their neighbors and business owners. She tweeted out. Do you see a restaurant at full capacity? Businesses open that shouldn't be? Help us save lives. If you see violations of Governor Abbott's order, please report them. And uh, she listed the link to do that. Now, um... You know, I, I can just, spoiler alert, that didn't last long. Uh, she became inundated with who knows what kind of fake uh, reports. And by Sunday, she did the Saturday. By Sunday, when you clicked on the link, it said this form is unavailable. They decided that was not quite a good idea yeah. to, uh, to put that up. But, Chad, what gets me is, you know, we talked about the, the fear that they're instilling in, in the general public, in society, The way that she's wording this, help us save lives, you know, it's it's trying to form this society who is just so obedient to the government, to big government tyranny and making them think that they are actually they're doing the right thing. They're they're helping. They're helping save people when in actuality.
1: I don't know. I don't think that's what it is. Yeah, And if you go against it, then you must not care. You want people to die. You want them to die. And that's going back to my point earlier when I said there's authority. Mm -hmm. There needs to be authority. And then there's tyranny. And, you know, truth and error aren't cross town rivals they tend to live next door to each other and it's very easy to cross the fence very fast and that's true between authority and tyranny sometimes people don't know how to handle authority when they have it so for instance let's say you have that cop who has the badge and they overstep we all know that story and we've you know, seen they, it we've seen power it a lot during hungry yeah. and you know let's say that abusive dad or husband i mean anybody who has a place where they feel like they have power, sometimes they overstep their bounds. This is a perfect example. This is, I, I retweeted this with the comment Welcome to the revolution. Don't forget, this is the same place where the mayor said, If you criminals out there would just chill. <laughs> Until all this is over with, don't be stealing stuff until this is over with this is the kind of logic we're dealing with you' you're you're basically giving the criminals a free pass, but people who want to go eat a burrito at the Mexican restaurant and there's you know five over the capacity limit of the twenty five percent mandate, then we got to report that and you go so far as the folks in Chicago, Mary Lori Lightfoot and maybe we'll get into her I don't know I'd love to air into her in terms uh, of please. her logic, because because you're going to sit there and you're going to tell me, and she uses phrases like, we're not going to put up with it, mm-hmm. period. We're going to send you to jail. You will be apprehended. You will be fined. You will be processed, all this stuff. Tell me when in the hell Chicago came about law, came just started caring about law and order. Mm-hmm. In the midst of their so-called COVID lockdown, their shooting violence, their gun violence is higher this year than it was over... 2019. So they're actually shooting more people in the midst of the coronavirus lockdown, but she's worried about people who are getting together in the park
0: By the way, isn't this the same woman who told everyone else they could not go get a haircut? And and she did got a haircut, and then said, "Well, please, I'm the mayor. I'm the mayor. I have
1: to look good." Right. I mean, look at Gavin Newsom. When's he changed the oil in that dude? I mean, this guy, these guys are going. You know, Governor Haircut is what I call him. And and you know, you got Lori Lightfoot. You got, and it's easy to make fun of these people because it's it's a you know what's good for thee is not for me, and I don't you know do as I say, not as I. I do i'm sorry this authoritarianism will not last there's me and at least about 65 million other americans that are out there who will not tolerate this rhetoric won't do it won't do it you could do whatever you want you can come after us all these things That's, i'm sorry i'm sorry this ain't canada yeah you, you are not you are not going to put these edicts from on high on us and expect them to last it's, it just won't happen. Oh. The blood of patriots runs in our veins. Yeah. I'm sorry, folks. Yeah. It does. We've been told our entire life that we are free. And with that freedom comes responsibility. And I like to think that most people out there, Americans, they've been responsible. We've been responsible. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: absolutely. Well, and that that's what, you know, you're talking about the difference between big government tyranny and just there being some sort of authoritarian who is there to help i mean we don't want complete chaos yeah. right there has to be some some sort of uh, uh, authority for now. anarchy here well right exactly but what gets me is that no one Aside from you lovely viewers here and us (laughs) here at the News and Why It Matters. Love y'all. God bless you. No one wants to question the logic of the authority. And I think that's where that's where it gets scary to me. You know, she's saying uh, Hidalgo saying, well, help us save lives. And then you've got these arbitrary measures that you can go to the grocery store and touch every single orange and banana in the damn place. But you can't go, you know, golfing with uh, someone you're living with you can't go get your hair done in a place where it by all i mean like uh, tell me a hair salon isn't going to be cleaner than the grocery store that you're taking your entire family to it just doesn't the logic isn't there and so for the citizens to go along with it like oh yes ma'am yes sir we are going to report anyone who is breaking violating this law because we are doing our duty as good citizens and good stewards it just is
1: mind-boggling to me read a history book. This is the kind of stuff this snitching on your neighbor, tattletaling, yep. turning over family members, yep. brothers and sisters, and neighbors down the street. Read a history book. This does not bode well. This is not America. It's not what we do. Um and you agree with me. I I'm not advocating violence. I'm not talking about rebellion. I'm not talking about that. But if you keep pushing Governor Gretchen Whitmer, you will have people who are armed that will show up at the state capitol and they will come inside and they will protest right there. A friend of ours that we both know texted me and said, how can these armed people go on federal property like that? And I said, who the hell is going to stop them? Right, <laughs> They right. came on the property. It, you're not going to stop them. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, these are the kind of things where you look at it, it's like, I'm sorry. Get ready to rumble. Yep. Get ready to rumble. It's not going to be
0: good. And I think if you're looking for a silver lining here, you see at least these people are showing themselves for who they truly are. They see the power out there available. They try to grab it. We're at least seeing who is interested in that control and who is interested in actual public safety when it comes down to it. All right, more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, new sponsor of the show. I'm so excited to have Tommy John on the show. Now, uh, uh, there's a lot of you who are working from home right now. I know that used to be, you know, your fantasy, right? You're like, God, if only I could work from home. Well, turns out (laughs) sitting at your kitchen table on your computer like this is really not that comfortable. You've probably found out. Unless you're wearing Tommy John. Tommy John has something for everyone. It's super soft, breathable underwear. You can just, like, I I don't want to, like, really know your business. But you could just be, Chad does, I don't. You could just be, like, laying in bed with your underwear on answering emails. I don't know. I don't want to know. But the point is you're going to be super comfortable doing it working from home. Right now, Tommy John is offering all customers 25% off site-wide. Now, they are a little bit OCD about all of their details and stitching. They use the softest, most breathable fabrics you have ever worn. I've worn them before. I know it. I know it, but I can't wait. I've got some new stuff uh, that I ordered that's coming in the mail, and I cannot wait because, ladies, in case you didn't know, it's not just for men. They've got bras, they've got loungewear. I think your wife has she does. some loungewear. <laughs>
1: I've been told. <laughs>
0: She hasn't modeled it for you yet? (laughs) So if you are in the hunt, you're working from home, you want to be comfortable. All right? So if you need lounge pants, sleep shorts, uh, just lazing around joggers, you got to go to Tommy John. Men, if you're looking for the right Mother's Day gift, come on. Use Tommy John to show mom some love uh, along with books earlier. You got the flowers, you got the loungewear, you've got it covered. Order before May 7th to ensure delivery by Mother's Day if you want to do that. So you can go to TommyJohn.com slash Y. That is W H Y for 25% off of your order. That is TommyJohn.com slash Y. Back in a minute. Prominent feminist attorney Lisa Bloom. Now, this is the daughter of Gloria Allred, just to get some context here. She is like a hashtag me to attorney. Okay, Uh, she took to Twitter to express that while she believes Tara Reid, when it comes to her accusations against uh, Joe Biden, eh, Tough. All right. I'm still voting for the guy. Lisa Bloom. She said, I believe you, Tara Reid. You have people who remember you told them about this decades ago. We know he is, quote, handsy. You're not asking for money. You've obviously struggled mightily with this. I still have to fight Trump, so I will still support Joe. But I believe you and I'm sorry. But apparently that apology only extends so far. I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm still going to vote for the guy. All right. She said, uh, by the way, the only alternative is Trump credibly accused of sexual misconduct by over, what, 20 women and who openly bragged about sexual assault. I I represented four of them. By the way, I would like to correct Lisa Bloom. He did not brag about sexual assault. He actually said they let you. That's right. They let you, which by definition would not be sexual assault. It would be consensual. Uh, But... I digress. Sad. What are we what are we what are we doing here? Speaking facts. That's not this Me Too movement isn't about facts. It's about bringing down Trump. Apparently. Be,
1: let me be real clear. At no time will I look at either of my sons and say, I want you to be like Donald Trump. When no, you grow up. I don't want you ew. to be a billionaire. Mo- I want you to be that guy. You know, here's a guy who he was a playboy. He yes. was a playboy. You got in. You're exactly right. He said they let you grab them mm-hmm. if you're a celebrity. And trust me, still they do. Wrong.
0: Still wrong, though. Okay, it's wrong, it's still
1: wrong. But they still do. They let you do it. What he said was inappropriate. And let me remind you also, he came on national television after the hot mic was released, and he apologized and said he regretted it, blah, blah, blah. Does it make it right? No, of no. course not. Tarana Burke comes out. She's the founder of the Me Too movement. She says, while Joe is mm-hmm. needs to be held accountable, he is still electable. This is this is hypocritical nonsense on on all of their parts, because what it's saying is for every step you took for for women's rights and the uh, the strength and the ability and the courage to come out and say this happened to me, whether it was a molestation or rape or harassment, whatever it could have been, you just took it all back. And said, none of it matters. Mm-hmm. So, you know, while Trump says you grab him by the, you know, J- Joe, who was a senator, says, well, you, you grab him by, you know, you know, the thing. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> he doesn't even know what he's grabbing, but by God, he's grabbing something. And this is a far more credible witness than anything that's come out. I mean, they crucified Brett Kavanaugh over a yearbook thing and uh, just some hearsay who Christine Ford didn't know where she was. She didn't know how she got home. She didn't know who was there. She No didn't know corroborating how she got there. witnesses. No corroborating witnesses. None. All of these things. And then Avenatti's got, you know, this joke who's coming out talking about, well, he was near the punch bowl. He was in the room. He was in the hall. He wasn't in line. It was all these things. Could have happened. I mean, you know, he was in the same city. But yet this situation even sounds like something Joe Biden would say based on all of the things we've heard Joe say.
0: That is what's frustrating. And, uh, you know, what's really frustrating as a woman There, it, it's it feels like the Democrats really co-opt these organizations that really when they start out, they really do serve a purpose. I will say Black Lives Matter included. Yes. Black Lives Matter included. Right. They had a real purpose. There is there are is America overall racist? No. But there are issues that still need to be worked out within America. Mm. And they wanted to shine a light on that. But the Democrats co-opt it and turn it into this radical organization and turn it into what it is now, which is a joke. It's the same thing that's happening to Me Too. There are actual issues that still need to be addressed in society when it comes to sexual assault, primarily of women. And we can't do that when we've got these leaders of it who treat it as if it's some joke.
1: Yeah. So this is why you have to be careful when you start taking things to extremes right a guy flirted with me well that's sexual harassment yep i go out and do a live show there's a thousand people a couple hundred come for a meet and greet whatever i've had women who have grabbed me inappropriately hugged me inappropriately squeezed me inappropriately did i lose my mind and freak out and say oh my it's it just it it's happened i'm not going to make a big issue out of it but when you take everything to an extreme and i am not belittling legitimate things I'm not, because to me, that's what I said all about Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. and about Me Too. Is you are basically uh, you're making disingenuous the real claims that are out there by Minimizing taking everything. every little extreme yes. thing. Uh, if Brett Kavanaugh had done what was accused of him to to Christine Blasey Ford, I would be the first one in line to say nope, uh-uh, no. But here's the thing: at the end of the day, you guys created the rules. You set the standard, and now you don't want to play by the rules anymore because it's your guy, mm-hmm. and that's not fair, folks. Listen, I don't care. You, 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 you've come under this premises of being so woke, and you're still asleep. Mm-hmm. That's it. You're not woke at all. Yeah, yeah. Live and die by your own standards. Come on, buddies. buddies. All on right. your sword, people. Please. And look, I want Joe Biden to run. I want him to run.
0: Okay, speaking of uh, Joe Biden, Friday's poll, after an abysmal week for Joe Biden, will the Democrats try to replace him before November? Uh, almost 70 percent, 69 percent of you said yes. Thirty one percent of you said no. Chad wants him to say uh, yeah,
1: that, that's what you? I was yelling about. I was ranting on. I, I want him to. But he's not. I mean, I think he's going to be gone. But I want him to because I Do think you- it's just going to be. It's going to be a circus. OK,
0: I know we we have to get to today's poll, but do you think that the, that the DNC is secretly like trying to boost these accusations to get him out of there? Yeah, I do, too.
1: Yeah, I think they have to. I do, too. Circumstantially. I've said yeah. it all along. Yeah. Uh,
0: all right. Today's poll. How will CNN react to Don Lemon insulting The First Lady live on air. If you have not seen this, it's all over the Internet. Uh, Don Lemon, just total and complete meltdown because he has such a terrible case of TDS. Uh, Your options are fire him, make him apologize, give him a raise or pretend it didn't happen. Chad, did you happen to see this? Yeah. What do you think? No, they're not going to do—they're do, not going to do anything. They're, they're not, not going to make him apologize for sure. Thing.
1: I mean, Don Lemon is a piece of garbage, no matter how you—you
0: you know what's funny? Break
1: it down—he's garbage.
0: So many people in the industry tell me he is literally the dumbest person on TV. I have
1: no doubt. They, about. they
0: don't even know each other, so it's a consensus out there for whatever that's worth. All right, let us know what you think. Chad, thanks for being here. Hey, thanks.